Step five, confess. Week two, day four. Confess your pride and idolatry. The opening prayer for this lesson is, God, show me who or what I love most. Many of us just want our pain to go away. We hope that changing our habits and dealing with our wounds will fix the pain. But what if our harmful habits and pain are just symptoms of a deeper problem? In Matthew 15, verse 18 to 19, Jesus said, But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and this corrupts a person. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander. In the same way that chest pain, shortness of breath, and rapid heartbeats reflect physical heart defects, the issue that brought you to regeneration reflects a spiritual heart defect. A defect is defined as a shortcoming, fault, or imperfection, lack or want, especially of something essential to perfection or completeness. Treating symptoms for a serious condition may bring temporary relief, but if you do not repair the true problem, then symptoms will return and increase until permanent damage occurs. Thankfully, God does not reject damaged hearts. He heals them. Your struggle is actually a worship problem. Worship is a response to something that has captured your heart. For whatever you love most, you will think about it, serve it, protect it, honor it, and sacrifice for it. Misplaced worship is the spiritual heart defect causing your painful symptoms. God commands you to love Him most. In Matthew 22, verse 37 to 38, Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. He does not need your love. He is sufficient in himself. God tells you to love him because he knows that it is the best thing for you. Remember that he created you with specific gifts for a specific purpose. He knows where you fit and what will bring you joy. He knows you need him, and he knows he has what you need. The best life flows when God, absolute goodness himself, is the wellspring of your heart. Proverbs 4 verse 23 says, Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. Your sinful nature will embrace any substitute for God. It longs for a spouse's love more than God's love. It desires a good career more than God's plan for your life. It wants independent financial security more than God's provision. It seeks a strong defense more than God's protection. It craves pain relief from the world, food, drugs, fantasy, vacations, sex, over God's healing path. An idol is anything on the throne of your heart that is not God. John Calvin said, Man's nature, so to speak, is a perpetual factory of idols. Your sinful nature is also prideful. It desires worship. It wants the place in your heart reserved for God. It wants you to be served, honored, obeyed, and loved most. It tells you that life is better serving yourself rather than God. That God helps those who help themselves rather than those who worship him. In Matthew 4 verse 10, it says, Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan. For it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Pride and idolatry feed harmful patterns. Created things make poor gods. They will never satisfy eternal longings. 
You are a poor God. You ruling your own heart will never fulfill you. When your idols and pride are threatened or injured, your sinful nature ferociously defends them. When your pride or idols fail you, your sinful nature seeks pain relief from the world. The resulting cycles are addictions, brokenness, and sinful patterns that flow from polluted springs of misplaced worship. Only the infinitely good God is big enough to fill the throne of your heart. However, God lets you hold on to your heart and even give it away. Love must be free, otherwise true worship does not exist. God chose you. He loved you so much that his son was humiliated for your sin and sacrificed for your rescue. Will you choose to love God most and serve him only? If you want to live in freedom, you must confess and reorder the loves you have substituted in the place of God. Confession of your pride and idolatry, agreeing with God about your heart defects, is a major step toward complete recovery. Thankfully, you have already done work to identify your pride and idols. Take time to answer these questions now. Question 1. Go back and review your answers from Step 4, Week 6, Day 3, A Captive Heart. These answers gave you an early look at what your sinful nature trusts, loves, and defends. Question 2. Next, see if those answers align with your inventory about who, what I value from when you examined your sinful nature, the E and heal, during your confession of your inventories this week, on days 2 and 3. Question 3. List any new items, people, objects, goals, desires, comforts, needs, etc., that showed up regularly in the Who, What I Value columns. Question 4. Do pride, ego, or other people's opinions and responses to you show up regularly? If so, in what ways? Question 5. Does God's plan, His desires, and His opinion show up in the Who, What I Value column regularly? Why or why not? Question 6. What are the top three loves of your sinful nature? Finally, go through the heel confession for the pride and idols that God has revealed in your inventory. H. Honestly confess. Confess your heart defects, who or what you have loved and served before God. Grieve the damage of the idols and pride in your life. Admit your fears of living without your idols. E. Examine your sinful nature. Admit you have settled for things less than God's best. Admit rebellion from worship of God. Ask your mentor to provide insight on any object of affection that you have misused. A. Accept Christ's offering. Agree that Christ suffered to recapture your heart. Receive grace for this sin, accepting that Christ's suffering was enough to satisfy God and to satisfy you. Accept Christ's rescue of your life and embrace His righteousness in place of your sin. L. Leave it with Christ. Release your pride and idols to God to be buried with Christ. Ask God to meet all of your needs. Ask for His desires to become your desires. 
Agree with God that you are his child and that he deserves your love. Ask God to heal your heart completely. Identify the polluted springs of your heart. Confess your pride and idolatry and ask God to heal you through Christ. He can change your heart and give you his eternal satisfaction. Your life can overflow with the limitless love of God. John 4 verse 13 to 14 says, Jesus said, Whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The closing prayer for this lesson is, God, help me love you with all of my heart and serve you only. Take note, Ben Franklin popularized the saying, God helps those who help themselves. But did you know that the Bible does not teach this? The Bible teaches to serve God only. In 1 Samuel 7 verse 3 it says, Direct your heart to the Lord and serve him only, and he will deliver you. It also teaches us to think of others before ourselves. Philippians 2 verse 3 to 4 says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Now it's time to take action. Confess your sins to God, yourself, and your mentor. Review your memory verse, 1 John 1 verse 7 to 9. Review James 5 verse 16 if you are going the extra mile.